0: what's up guys welcome back to interview review joined my dudes carson and riley the homies for life riley said he's been working on an intro song for us he's gonna perform that right
1: now welcome to the review the interview review welcome to the review the interview review
2: nah.
0: And that's why you come here. I was I've been working
1: on the, the second chorus, but
0: we're the only show that has a new theme song every episode, right guys? That's a new thing we're doing.
2: Yeah. I can't believe we committed to that. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be pretty easy. I think with a yeah. genius like you on our team, we got it.
0: <laughs> All right. So the, the question that we've been asking people, I asked people is what they think most people misunderstand. Left it really open-ended. And this could be about the world. This could be about other worlds. Man, it could be about anything you want. Uh, this one was kind of, this was good. We got a lot of diverse answers here. And the stat, the stat for this one, I was like, I don't know what kind of stat. I, 27% of Americans rarely or never feel like there are people who understand them. And that's from US News and World Report. Does that surprise you all?
1: I honestly think it would be higher i honestly don't really know what that means <laughs> do
0: you, yeah do you feel like you're kind of you're misunderstanding the question
1: i, I think i just there's nothing the about the question yeah like like what does it mean to be misunderstood
0: that is a good question riley and that's why we pay you the big bucks that's why you're doing the, riley you don't have to do the theme song anymore you're promoted you're you're promoted right you now both? um
1: oh you didn't like the theme song
0: no, let me think about it. Let me think about it. I just, I just, I think your, your talents lie with questioning and I don't want to take up more of like your seat, your mental power with the theme songs. You're you know just don't want him
2: stealing the thunder of being the best one on the show.
0: Yeah. The thunder <laughs> I from who, hmm?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I Yeah. What does, I feel like understanding means just like. Um, in that case it's, it would be sharing the same expectations of your world kind of, you know what I mean?
2: Maybe you know? I can see that because yeah, I think it's also like everyone has a different definition of misunderstood. Like maybe mine's more like, I feel like someone would have to more acutely understand me than the average person for me to say that I'm understood. Like I'd say that I feel pretty misunderstood a lot. Like I just feel like no one can really fully understand anyone in my definition of understanding
3: hmm.
0: do you feel like that yeah i feel like there's such a fine line i feel like that could really result in like a uh, feeling lonely yeah yeah do you feel lonely <laughs> sometimes carson
2: yeah and I, in my perspective i don't see how someone couldn't feel lonely sometimes
0: huh no I, yeah i would agree and yeah just to just to validate your feeling too man i feel lonely too sometimes
2: but thankfully we got lonely together. Wait, hold on. You suckers.
0: Oh, nope. Hold on. This is, this is coming to a point, but thankfully we got a great community over on our discord that I can rely on. Exactly. So if you were feeling lonely, head on over to the discord, man, we are going to be alone together. That's our slogan for the discord. That sucks. We sound like mm-hmm. a bunch of, that's like a fallout guys. boy song. Yeah. I don't want sure. that
2: alone together.
0: All right. That's our theme song now. No. Um, yeah. So, uh, what do you guys think that most people misunderstand? I'll toss it to a uh, random number generator, Carson.
2: So what I think most people misunderstand is just how important your background and life experience are to who you are as a person. Um, I think that a lot of people think, oh, if I was born into this situation, like just for example, like a low income situation, like poverty or something, like I would just do this, like I would do it this way. But it's like, people don't understand that if you were born in a completely different situation, you wouldn't exist. Like you'd be a completely different person due to all these new experiences and stuff. And it's just like, everyone is so much a circumstance of their environment. I think that is misunderstood a lot.
0: Yeah, I think that kind of brings up the argument of free will. That's a classic amongst, you know, our friend group and Mm -hmm. and a question I love to ask people at bars and anyone I meet for the first time, and man, they love it. Is just, but we'll get to that in a later episode. That's like a, we'll we'll definitely bring that up. That'll be an episode for sure. Yeah, if people got believe in yeah, 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 free will. But yeah, why that? Why that kind of uh, implies like the free will argument is that you know cause it's just cause and effect. You know, the environment you're born into is a very potent cause for the effects that are your behaviors and how you live your life. Um, so I like that. I like that, Carson. That's a good one, man. I mean, that's why we got you on the show too. That's why you pay been- me
2: the big bucks. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You're stealing some of my big bucks.
0: <laughs> Wait, no, <laughs> Riley, Riley, that's scarcity mindset. We're, we're not all pulling from the same pot. We each got our oh. own pot, right?
2: We can yeah. all have big bucks.
0: Yeah, oh, okay. Never mind. I was going to I was going to actually ask who gets Sorry, paid guys. the bigger the bigger bucks. Who's big bucks, bigger bucks and biggest bucks? Leave a comment below.
2: Big bucks is my middle name.
0: Riley, what's your middle name? No, Riley, what's your answer to the question?
1: Um, so I think Carson's is a pretty good segue into mine. I had a pretty hard time thinking about this, uh thinking about this question. But I think the one that I kind of came to was I think the important people misunderstand the importance of hearing um like different sides or both sides of the story. I've been talking to some people recently and kind of just about like every just like specifically politics, people just are like living in boxes out here, like living in their own <laughs> bubbles. Um, You're right. Yeah. Homeless people. We have to, yeah. we have bubbles to get that not, solved. Not boxes, bubble bu- bubbles. Give
0: the homeless people bubbles. Yeah. Problem
1: solved? Not, um, no, you can pop a bubble, but you can't pop a box
2: that's true
0: and you can tune a piano but you can't piano a tuna like if we put all the homeless people we just drop all those like inflatable balls you know those ones that you can like go down like a snowy mountain on or like they don't you know, go
2: like- down snowy mountains yeah, don't <laughs> don't <get laughs> down. that'd be horrible they <laughs> <Bro>, snowy- <laughs> <laughs> put them in the ocean sometimes
1: yeah there you go like or like you can like yeah, you yeah know- let's put all the homeless people in these bubbles in the ocean <laughs> that would be a good solution
2: yeah yeah, yeah we just we uh, like, shoot
0: like a we shoot like a bubble onto them like from like a like a helicopter and then it, it brings them over to the ocean then we have like instead of uh
2: it's filled with food too with yeah food put bubble. food in the
0: bu- put food in the bubbles um problem solved but that's kind of like you know we have that and big house, island
2: a house in the bubble <laughs>
0: <laughs> we have a big island of plastic in the ocean already we might as well put homeless people in the plastic and then
2: why don't we just put them on the island of plastic they can start their own civilization there
1: Uh and then call them ocean people
2: so rather you were saying about politics people are not seeing both sides
1: oh yeah i just think people misunderstand the importance of hearing both sides of the story they they get so locked in on on one set of opinion or like values and they they don't take the time to see the other side
2: Um, Yeah, I agree. And especially with social media, I feel like it's really exemplified because you can choose to only see one side pretty much if you want to, or even the algorithm just will only feed you one side. So you don't even have a choice a lot of times.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like there's a giant filter over everything that Mm -hmm. you look at.
0: Why do you think it's important that you
1: see both sides? Um, I think it's important just to get a better perspective on the the life that you are living, but also the people around you that, that they're living. Like why do they have the opinion or like the perspective that they have? Um, like, I obviously have a reason for what I believe, but that doesn't make anybody else's opinion any less valid.
0: Yeah. I kind of see it like you're kind of taking a peek in someone else's toolbox. You know, you take a peek in a toolbox and you kind of see, Hey, maybe they do have, maybe you don't really want the hammer right now, but maybe they got a screwdriver in there or some other type of tool that that you could actually use to benefit your life. Like you don't have to complete, you don't have to take the whole toolbox with you. You know what I'm saying? You could even dismantle the hammer and make, make some other tool with that.
2: Yeah, and I agree. And I think a lot of people don't understand that they can just take the screwdriver. They don't need to take the whole toolbox. And a lot of people are afraid, like something just comes up, Joe Rogan, um, like that's a controversial figure. A lot of people Who's don't that? like him. He's some guy. I don't even know. I'm just like, uh, <laughs> but he has so many genuinely interesting guests on his show that even if you don't like Joe Rogan as a person or anything, you like can't, you have to admit there's a lot of benefit there to him talking to all these people. And there's a large group of people that I've seen online who were just like completely like swearing him off. Oh, if you listen to Joe Rogan, you're this type of person, whatever, but it's like, you can listen to him and understand like, yeah, even if all the information isn't accurate, that's for you to be like, okay, I don't take this stuff from his podcast. I just take the stuff that can benefit me and is what I feel is good for my life.
0: Yeah. Amen. Mm -hmm. Uh, my, My opinion on this question, I feel like there's so many potential answers, but I just have it's all a work in progress. Like this whole human project thing. Well, I, I feel like once I started looking into kind of human, you know, just like an- anthropology and human history, we ain't been here long at all, man. Like what, what is it? We've been humans for like, 3 million years. I don't know. Is that what it is? I think it's like 300,000 years since we've been. Oh, upright people. Yeah. Agriculture has been around for roughly 10,000 years. And like, that is like a freaking blink of the eye. And there, like, there are allowed to be cons with our seeming pillars of our modern society. Like there are downfalls of things. Like even something like farming, something like that, that seems so foundational. There are still, Cracks in that foundation and issues that need to be addressed, and issues that will come from that way of life. Uh, And I think just taking it just makes me take every piece of information that I consume with a grain of salt. So I'm getting my sodium intake, electrolytes, they say that's really important. So I'm getting those electrolytes (laughs) up in here. (laughs) But also, who knows if electrolytes are that important? You know, it, it, it's kind of—I uh, think I mentioned in the last episode—but it's kind of like a high-risk, high-reward perspective. Also, it's like it requires more time to sift through all the information. But I'm also, I think, more open-minded, and I'm more able to open up people's toolboxes and look at their tools and go, "Okay, all right, yeah, this one might be kind of controversial, but that doesn't mean there's not something useful in this toolbox that I can that I can use to live a good life and help other people in my life." Yeah. We're, all, we're all just still figuring it out. And I think that instills a humility that I think is more necessary than ever. Now that now that we can all communicate each, with each other through, through shit like podcasts, man, we got to just hear each other out like everyone else
2: says. I feel like so many authority figures are so afraid to admit that we don't have it all figured out because that will lose the like, yeah. like then people don't have confidence in that authority figure. So it's like this game that we're playing where it's like, Even if people do know more than the average person, they're putting on this front that they know even more than anyone can really know at this point because that's how you get people to listen to you. Like if you're confident and you seem like you know what you're talking about, it's just like people are going to listen to you. Even if you actually know less than the person who's willing to admit they don't know things, then people don't listen to them. So it's like, what's the play? I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think that's kind of like, you know, the legend J. Cole, Jermaine. We'll get him on the pod one day. The only real change comes from inside. You know, you have to, you have to recognize that we all have that desire to for complete certainty. We want like a godhead to to tell us this is what's going on, and here's what you should do. I would love that, but man, I just, (laughs) I mean, we it doesn't
2: do have that. Just that it's you just don't believe that they actually know what's going on.
0: Well, yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying. Like we have that tendency to want to believe in a. God-like figure, and like that's where you know science kind of took religion's place. You know, classic "God is dead" quote from my boy Friedrich, um, and now now we're, we kind of just treat scientists like gods. But it's so much the antithesis of science. Science is all about hey, we're we're coming up with hypotheses, hypothesize, I don't know, oct- octopi, and we're we're testing them, we're seeing what works, we're throwing out the bad tools. We're forming a toolbox that's right for the job. Um, That's another question that we kind of have to, I feel like we need to get all on the same page of what are we trying to do here with this human thing? It's just such a big question. And it's a question I love asking and love talking to people about. And actually, this first guy kind of is, he's got an interesting answer. Shall we get into it? Was that a good segue or what?
1: I was going to say something to say. Wes, you said that you think that scientists are be like being portrayed as gods. Like I don't think that's like necessarily true. Like I, I never really hear people like like in modern or like in I guess like normal like typical s- society, like people don't really praise scientists. So do you mean that like literally or do you mean more of like the government is like our figurehead?
0: I would say, yeah, government officials also take a similar role. I just mean they fill a sim- similar role to the one that I, I thank God did in the past.
2: And I think it's also, there is a lot of unquestioning. Like I said in a previous episode that there was some discussion I forget, but like some dude was saying that he, in his opinion, and his professional opinion, that only about 50% of the current stuff in our medical textbooks is accurate, which I think a lot of people would... Not think is the case. Like I think a lot of people think. Oh, if I read it in a textbook, like that's how it is. Like that's how it works. Which, as we figure out more and more stuff, it's like, wait, we have to rewrite a bunch of this stuff at this point.
0: Another thing I'm in, another aspect I like about the belief, um, that it's all a work in progress, is it's it's empowering. It feels like I can contribute to this project. It's like we're on a, we're, we're a big we're part of a big team project. You know, like in like school or something, and I can make a contribution, you know, I can steer the ship a little bit, which is cool. It's not like this is how it has to be.
2: And yeah, I think going along with that, like growing up, I always thought like everything's been invented. Like that's what it seemed like when I was growing up. But the older I get, the more it seems like, oh, there's just like new spaces every day where something new can be pushed forward. Like there's always, it seems like there's always opportunity to push something forward, which has become more apparent now.
0: Cool. All right. Last words, anyone, Riley? let's hear it from my man i don't know honestly
3: i mean people just misunderstand really everything can't really say much i'm pretty stupid myself (laughs) but yeah
0: Hmm. do you feel like maybe you're misunderstanding the question yeah (laughs) well i think i like your answer uh what do you mean like in what way do you is there a certain way that people usually misunderstand things? Not particularly,
3: because pretty much with when you say something, there's a few different ways it could mean, and people just don't get it right off the start. Hmm. I guess that's one way. Yeah,
0: how do you think we remedy that?
1: (laughs) There's no real remedy, you just gotta give people their version of understanding,
3: I guess it would be put.
0: I feel like this guy kind of ag- agrees with what you were saying earlier, Carson. That's kind of it's impossible to really understand anyone.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the like part he, where
0: I, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you what like? You he say was saying
2: that? when someone says something, it's not immediately apparent what they actually mean when they say it, which we've discussed before. Like, just words are not the best. Like, saying the same thing could mean so many different things.
0: Yeah, I think um, what this made me think is that even just words, like our like. Our language, like what is the function of our language? It's to communicate the ideas and the feelings in our brains so we can take those into account when we're making decisions, right? So everyone's kind of on the same page. Everyone understands what we're doing. We can get like a concerted effort towards a common goal. But I think even words, right? There's the dictionary words, yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a definition for every word in the dictionary, right? But then even those words that are used in the definition you can break down again and they have their own definitions and it just keeps going down. But everyone has this kind of this subjective definition. There's kind of like a cultural definition along with the dictionary definition. And the dictionary definition isn't set in stone. It's just kind of, again, recognizing that even that can be altered.
2: Um, I think I've said this before, but a good visualization that I've thought of for this concept is like If there's kind of, you know, in Photoshop or something, you have the one color dial that has all the different colors fading into each other. Like each color fades into the next. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so how I think about it is that there's like, a huge thing with infinite colors, pretty much Um, like one color, one unique color for each word. And they're all bleeding into each other. And it's like each individual person has their point of exact definition of that word at like a different spot in that color. So it's slightly fading into another one. Like mine might be for a certain word might be purely in the middle of like something, but then someone else might have theirs slightly off the center. So it means a slightly different thing to them might be bleeding into a Mm -hmm. different word. And it's like, everything is kind of, doing that so it's so hard to have an exact conversation because everyone has that point slightly different
1: and i think to build even further upon that is the fact that in no matter what language it is like you can, if you say one thing with a little bit more like attitude or tone like depending on the tone or like volume that it adds a whole different meaning mm-hmm. that could be so misconstrued
0: yeah i think chinese is like that right it's like you can you can pronounce the same like spelling like three different ways and it means three different words. That's so fascinating. Like that's like something I feel like I don't even have a, like an English language is not even a, I guess there is a similar thing. Like, you know, if you just go like, man, fuck you. Or if you're like, man, fuck you, you know, it's it's just the exact same thing. They have completely different meanings to them.
2: Yeah. That's what I was going to say with the like layers of then also like we got these, we're trying to communicate this way, but then you added like sarcasm and humor and things like that. It's just like, how do we even know what anyone's? doing (laughs) it's crazy it's crazy we're having oh my
0: god yeah you might as well just give up right now uh all right so i'm glad we started out with like a really like broad view freaking top down question that's cool now we're going to get into the nitty-gritty so hold on to your pants
3: uh abortions because people seem to think that when you get an abortion the baby is technically still alive It, it hasn't even developed a full heart and it doesn't even develop nerves therefore it's totally painless for the baby and it's the size of a jelly bean at the moment so if you're going to make abortion illegal you might as
2: well make masturbating illegal if you know what i mean a few fallacies there
0: <laughs> a few fallacies all right so yeah what do you guys think do you guys like aborting
2: oh i love killing babies yeah
0: all right thanks for listening check us out on discord
2: um well, I think this whole, the whole abortion argument, cause he's like, people don't understand it, but I think that's fundamentally where the question comes is when it's considered alive. Like I personally am for abortion. Uh, like, I don't think it should be, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not should be like, I just, I just don't think it should be taken away. I don't think abortion should be taken away. But, um, but yeah, that's always part of like the whole argument I feel like has to revolve around when it's actually alive, when it's worth saving. I think a lot of people do and then I see both sides yell at each other, like the same thing, like, oh, it's not alive yet. Oh, but not really discussing like how to figure out, can we decide when it's actually alive? Like,
0: I think it's also important to ask like, like why does it matter when it's alive? Like, the reason okay. for it is when is it capable of suffering? When is this a an entity that, is, that will feel the pain? right? And mm-hmm. we want to prevent that. And I think also just saying that like, hey, we're we're both trying to alleviate the most suffering possible. That sets us on a common ground and kind of lowers people's guards and allows us to have some productive conversation.
2: Yeah. Cause I think it is a lot of like, if I truly was of the mindset that I'm like saving a life, of course I'm going to go try to stop that. Like, if I truly think this is as valuable as like someone who's already alive, like an actual baby, (laughs) (laughs) if I truly thought that, then of course I'm going to go try to stop it from being killed. Like I'd be stupid to not.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Riley, what do you think about abortion? You've had a couple this year, right?
2: I can't believe you can get pregnant as a man. That is crazy. You can do that. Um, I mean, I think there is some,
1: More like I don't even know if I would say like, of course I would want to save this baby. If um, (laughs) (laughs) if, if, you're you're saving babies, never mind.
0: You're back on theme song. You're back on theme song.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because like there's so there's so much like nuance um, like from each circumstance, like from one person to another. It's like um, like this person may have been um, just like reckless and just was just out here uh, having sex with with no protection and like a little bit more reckless where that's like i still think they should have the choice to make those decisions but then also have the decision to have an abortion um Mm -hmm. i don't know they're just like so but there's also people that were like sexually assaulted and then yeah like i definitely think they should have the choice to have an abortion because that's a totally different circumstance Mm
2: -hmm.
0: yeah i think kind of the fundamental issue is that every it always should be case by case, but we live in such a a massive world that we're gonna have to make blanket statements and we're gonna have to put those blanket statements into legislature. You know, we have to have some sort of order for all these people, unless we are all, unless we're all, I don't know, unless we all just came to the same conclusions ourselves. And I think that's kind of where we'll get in the future, if we just work on ourselves enough, then we'll all be like, Oh yeah, we're all on the same page. That's kind of like, I don't know. That's an ideal in my mind that I think is possible, but I I don't know. I'm still figuring that out. Check, check back with me in 20 years on the, on the discord.
2: And I also feel like if someone doesn't want to have a kid, then like the argument of like, Oh, well then you shouldn't have had unprotected sex. Like it's punishing the kid in my eyes. It's like, it's not like the parent is now going to, Learn a lesson. I don't like. Maybe they'll learn a lesson, the biggest lesson ever. But like that kid could potentially be messed up for life now if they have parents that don't want them. Like I just think that's like creating so much more potential suffering than if it would just be cut off when the parent doesn't want them.
0: Yeah, and then that kid would also grow up. Yeah. you know, and be unhealthy, and you know, end up hurting other people in mm-hmm. in their life.
2: And the counter argument of like, but what if he's the one that cures cancer? It's just like it's so much more likely that they become a heroin addict or, like, a criminal than be, like, this legendary person that cures cancer. Like, (laughs) it's so much more statistically likely they go down a darker path than, like, do some amazing world-changing thing.
0: Yeah, the living legend path is definitely a rare one. Yeah. Uh, Any last words before uh, you guys die?
2: (laughs) No. No.
3: I'm going to be honest. I feel like... I don't know, because I feel like with misunderstanding, there's multiple factors to it. Like, sometimes a misunderstanding could be, like, where, like, let's say there's, like, a group of people, and they have, like, that, you know, one person ruins the bunch kind of mentality, and so I feel like that's a misunderstanding in itself. And that could go for, like, any group of people ever. Like, you could have, like, a, like uh, I forgot what the saying is. Uh, I think it's a few spoiled apples ruin the bunch or something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah one, one bad apple spoils the bunch.
3: Yeah, yeah yeah um and i think with that like any group of people like i'm a christian i know that the, you know there's some really hateful christians out there despite we're not supposed to be but like for example like i know there's a lot of people that just think oh all christians hate everybody they hate people to have fun they hate all these different things but
0: okay, i guess okay i understand what you're religion saying. itself would be that. Yeah, yeah 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 so you think sometimes the It's those bad apples that get made out to be representative of the whole group. With the entire thing.
3: Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I know that every single group, like, people just assume they're all evil because they see, like, somebody online saying something crazy or just, like... I think it goes for, like, any group of people that would cause some kind of diversity, I guess.
0: Yeah, it's like the vocal minority.
3: Like, different political parties, that kind of thing.
0: This kind of is what we were just talking about. The, it's, the way I see it, it's, it's like generalizations are a form of data compression, like in a computer sense, you know, like when you, send a, mm-hmm. when you send an email attachment, you know, it has to like lower the bit rate, whatever it is. It's just so we can comprehend this reality. I think our brains just have a CPU limitation and making those generalizations are necessary, unfortunately, until we can like upgrade our hardware. Um, yeah,
2: I think that is a very good way to put it. I completely agree.
0: Yeah. Riley, what do you think about these bad apples? What's your favorite apple?
2: Uh, Granny Smith. I used to like them. Then grew up. You guys no, feel you like they've, they've kind of—they're of, just the best.
0: They've kind of changed though. Right? In the recent when I when, when I was growing up, I remember them being very tart. Those were some, those were some tart apples. Those are tartest apples on the market. But now they're kind—they're of, getting—they're getting sweeter. They're, are Granny Smith apples
1: getting soft on us? Uh, I don't know. I think they're still pretty tart.
0: Okay, but are they as tart as they used to be?
2: Maybe not. Well they do that. Like change no, uh, the apples over time. Like funny. I yeah, yeah, like my when I worked at the escape room, I think I told you before that the manager there, he was talking about some type of apple, I forget, but he was saying when he was a kid it used to be way different, but like they they well, purposely I mean, bred out certain traits that made it taste a certain way. What happened to yellow apples? Uh-huh. There we go,
0: Riley. You're promoted again to asking the big question. That's actually going to be our next episode. You ask everyone what happened, happened to yellow apple.
1: <laughs> like what happened to them? Like, they, like I remember in kindergarten, I was eating yellow apples. I haven't seen one in years.
0: How about this? They ran out of yellow paint. Mm, I don't. I don't believe it. That's a double conspiracy. I don't think there. I've
2: ever had a yellow apple. Are oh, yellow apples I- fake? Yeah, I think that they didn't exist. Was it just like I- a non-ripe apple? Maybe, bro. You were eating lemons. <laughs> <laughs> no shot.
1: Anyway, I'm glad this guy gave an example because I had no idea what he was talking about for the first ten seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't, I didn't pick up on the fact that he was saying like, "Oh yeah." Like, as soon as he gave the one bad apple, then I was like, "Ah, okay." I, um, yeah, I agree. I, I, but I don't. I still don't know if like generalizations are, are 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 like are the best route, even as of right now. Um, I think people just need to kind of go back to like what I was saying. They just need to see more sides of the story um, and, and not just take everything at face value.
2: Yeah. That's what I was going to say. I feel like it pretty directly relates to what you said. Cause I think that's a lot of what's going on is like, Yeah, there are some crazy people on either side politically, but most people are literally just normal people who want to live a normal life. And I think a lot of people don't understand that and think, oh, every Liberals is crazy, every Conservatives is this crazy. So yeah, I think it's a lot of... Then they don't explore the other side because they see those few crazy people like you were saying. Mm -hmm.
0: And this guy also, he was serving up a two-for-one special. Also, he's got another answer to the question.
3: And I will say, it's kind of a hot, guess uh, hot take, but um, I think people misunderstand like what it actually is, you know, because like some people will just do whatever for somebody and say it's love, but they don't care for that person.
0: So that was his hot take on, on love. He he feels like people misunderstand love and what that really means, and I think that's that's like a whole episode in itself. Mm-hmm. What do you do? You guys think people mis m- misunderstand love?
1: Yes. <laughs> I think everyone has a different under have different understanding and definition of love.
2: I I feel like the media and movies and TV shows and everything have given people a very like fantastical idea of love when it's a lot more like grounded and like like yeah. I and more of like a slow maybe not a slow process but like it's something that takes work, takes commitment. And it's not just like magic, I don't think.
0: Yeah, I actually have a, I have a book recommendation for all my readers out there, for all my nerds out there. There's this book called The Course of Love by Alain de Bouton. And I think it's just got great perspective on love. And he kind of talks about that, how the media misportrays love and gives people a lot of false expectations. You know, you just you just kind of see the lead up to the to like the proposal, and then it's like, oh, they fall in love. And then roll credits, they don't show like the 40 years of marriage afterwards and all the trials and tribulations and the boring ass times and you know, having kids and then like the, the cheating that is, you know, that's, that's pretty common these days. And that's something that's just natural. It's going to come up. And how, how do you maneuver that?
1: I, I agree with you, but to kind of have like a counterpoint, I do feel like there are plenty of movies in modern day media that show at least a snippet of like those trials and tribulations. Um, like, like divorce and like, uh, like the movie that comes to mind is um, like Cheaper by the Dozen. You know, we we <laughs> yeah, got yeah, yeah, yeah. on one side we have this this family. I don't really remember that much about this movie, but I just know that the parents are divorced. Like one one side, I think, uh, and I I know what his face looks like. I just Steve don't know Steve Martin. Name. Steve Martin. He's got like six kids, and like one kid really likes a toad, and then this other guy, uh, this other I woman. Him. His name is uh, Beans, right? I, Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, And then this other woman, she had like six kids as well. Cheaper by the dozen, twelve kids. Six plus six equals twelve. That's fine. Put it together. Not a baker's dozen. That's Mm thirteen. And it's still building that relationship. And then, but it's also kind of seeing like how the kids dealt with the divorce of their past family as well. So I I think there's there's some things out there.
2: And at least I know there's some Adam Driver movie that came out recently called Marriage Story. I haven't seen it but i, yeah, I saw was yeah
0: that. that good uh yeah that was that was uh that was an emotional <laughs> one that was just kind of yeah that was more focused on the actual divorce um and everything but i don't want to talk too much about like specific movies you know what i mean like so the people it's movie haven't podcast seen, but- bro
1: movie podcast let's Ooh, go pod- yeah, Riley, sorry if the- you've, you haven't seen cheaper by the dozen i just it for you.
0: <laughs> what <laughs> Riley? what's the theme song for our movie review podcast
1: what movie did we watch this week? What movie you'll find out on reviewthemovie.com. Podcast today.
0: You just gotta raise. You're hosting the next episode. All right. Uh no. any last last words, <laughs> uh, last take, uh um, hot take, fire take on I'm the other. I'm just gonna
2: double down on Riley, you said about like how they do show that, but I think like the overwhelming majority of media is like Usually I feel like when there's also something like marriage story, like maybe people can relate to, I don't know. Just like the, you're supposed to not feel comfortable or like whatever. Like you don't want to see yourself in the spot of Adam driver in marriage story. I don't think like you don't Mm -hmm. want to be that, but I think a lot of the media that's showing like, like appealing to like what you want then shows in a very like fantastical, like love is crazy way. In that.
0: Do you think that we should maybe uh, just put a drop in the bucket? We should make our own little uh, movie about marriage where we're like a-, a gay throuple, yeah. Yeah, gay throuple. That's what we'll call it. Yeah. Gay throuple two. Gay th- yeah. We'll start with the second one because everyone knows the sequel is better than the first. No, the
2: sequel is always yeah, worse. No. So we'll do that the one first to worse. get it out of the way and then we make the good one. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, what does that mean? What if we What if we release the second one first and then the first one second?
1: What does that oh, mean? we're going to- f- are we going to film the first one or the, the second one? No. Before? No.
0: We're not going to film these, actually.
1: Oh, oh,
2: We're filming it okay. right now.
0: This whole thing is a movie.
2: Exactly. I'm writing a script. Okay, let's get to this next stupid question. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> they misunderstand themselves. Yanni, they don't even know themselves. You know?
0: What do you think there is to know about yourself that's so important?
3: You should know what you truly want in life. And once you figure that out, that should be your goal. You know? Is that inspirational?
0: How do you, how does one get to know themselves? Or understand themselves?
3: No man, I'm not a psychologist. I'm just making this shit up. That's fine, you're doing great. (laughs) Okay,
1: like uh okay. You want to get to know yourself, you should try to reflect
3: on your decisions and stop thinking about things. Hell yeah. Doing things. Yes. (laughs) I don't
0: even know. That's good. <laughs> I don't think I think that's better than yeah. probably most answers are going to get.
2: Yeah, I agree. That probably is better than most answers you're going to get. Like, I think it really is as simple as that. Think about things.
0: Yeah, I think that's so interesting that he was, it was he was insecure about his answer because I completely agree with it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, does mean anything, but yeah, I think uh, know yourself. Shout out Drake. Uh, uh, that pretty much sums up my entire argument. That song is near perfect we'll play a little snippet right now
2: out of riley <laughs> yeah running through the
1: six with your woes you know oh, how that you. should go
0: oh. and you know how that should go already so we don't even have to continue it and we'll get flagged or something because that sounded exactly like the song all right i think knowing yourself is really important kind of understanding your limitations your strengths allows you to work better in any situation you know we're social creatures we're going to be talking to people we're going to be chopping up with fools you better know what's up mm. you better know what you're bringing to the table You got to know what you're taking away from the table.
2: And I think a large barrier to that in the current world is the fact that you never have to be bored. Like a lot of people don't take, don't have the time to know themselves or don't give themselves the time to know themselves because it's like, I think that that's when a lot of self-discovery or just original thoughts happen. It seems like smart people I've listened to say a similar thing that (laughs) like you, like boredom is just necessary to get those ideas out of you. Your body's not going to necessarily think Super deep. If you're always entertained,
1: yeah, and I think he brought up a good point about reflecting on on past decisions and maybe like future decisions as well. Like, I, I think it's not even that you're necessarily like when you are bored. Yeah, like those things come out um, when you're bored. Like you start thinking of just think about your day, your your decisions, and
2: you you do learn about yourself. Yeah, just a lot of distractions in the modern world.
0: But not Drake. He's focused. He's got that shit mapped out strong. All right, let's hear it from our next guest. What's something you think most people misunderstand?
2: Um... I don't know.
0: You can do it, I believe in you.
3: Um... Words? Um, Languages? Um,
2: yeah.
0: You think there's any specific um, word that people misunderstand more often than others?
2: <laughs> Names
0: like what kind of names
3: I'm dyslexic so myself I don't really like them. Hmm.
2: I can't pretty really
0: pretty darn interesting.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Mis- misunderstanding names, but yeah, what do you think that does to a person? You if you don't know someone's name? I don't think it does that much. Yeah, I was actually it does. I was
2: actually just talking with my girlfriend yesterday about cuz how I describe all my friends, I don't really just tell her the names. I have like an event with everyone that's not in you guys, like she's met you guys, but friends that like she hasn't met. Um, then I, it's more so like uh, the guy that I did this with, it's that guy, right? And like, I don't even say their names really because I know that it represents them more to just what they're associated with rather than their actual name. Like anyone can be named Carson, but only one guy is doing what this guy's doing, I guess. Yeah, and, we should start
0: naming people like based on like uh, the events they're associated with. That's kind that's of like what Native did. Americans did. Yeah, that's what Native Americans did, right? They were, oh, you're right, like a blacksmith. Yes. Yeah, Smith. Uh, you know, you know, you know uh, shoemaker. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we did do that. Or like Native Americans, like a like a runs well they yeah. Runs with Warhol. deer. Runs runs with deer. That's that guy that runs with deer, <laughs> man.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: you really yeah, did. Do- but they get those names later in life, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, what are they in the beginning?
0: That the kid that looks like he's got the whack ass haircut. That's what you call him.
2: <laughs> that's like every baby ever.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude, we got a oh. special baby haircuts. <laughs> baby haircuts are freaking whack out right here, man.
2: I think it's interesting that you asked what most people don't understand. And she just immediately said, like, names. I'm dyslexic. Like, that's what most people misunderstand that you're, because you're, dys- I don't know. But
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah, maybe just like understanding dyslexia. That's like a really interesting, man, you got the, you got the world stacked against you. If you're dyslexic, like we are, we're writing stuff down all the time. That's like a, that's pretty foundational to what we're doing around Does here.
2: it only work with writing? Cause wouldn't that happen with like no, other things as well? Like, or does it only work with right? Like, you know what I mean? Like if I had like a pen and a pencil on a table, would they accidentally flip them around in their head or something?
1: Hmm.
2: I think I it has to be the letters with, and numbers. Yeah. But why? The way, like the shapes. <laughs>
0: Has to do with the Sorry. fine lines. Like like there are fonts that are easier for dyslexic people to read. Okay, that makes sense.
2: I guess they would yeah. probably get confused on some like patterns, but it doesn't really matter because like no one's the patterns don't necessarily mean anything.
1: Morse code. All right, let's
0: move on to our next guy, he's got a hot take. What is something you think most people is- misunderstand?
3: Sex offenders. Tell me about it. I don't know. This weird. I don't think they're. I think they're aliens, man. You think like sex, they're not real?
0: You think sex but offenders aren't real?
2: Yeah, they're all fake. I thought he said Sex Avengers at first. That's cool. Yeah, That's our band. That should Avengers. be the name of our movie. It's
0: way cooler. Yeah. Can we do uh, Gay Thruple Two subtitle Sex Avengers?
2: Yeah, that actually would be perfect.
0: Uh, all right. <laughs> if you wanna, if you wanna support. If you want to get the what is that if you want to get the the pilot episode and they don't do pilot episodes for movies the pilot if you want the
2: underrated version
0: yeah if you want to get the director's cut, head to the patreon
2: gay orgy edition right there you go
0: yeah that's the director's cut um but sex offenders I think this is actually like he was like joking, obviously if you guys couldn't tell for anyone at home, but I think there is something here that sex offenders are definitely misunderstood. I think they're they're kind of just like victims of their genetics or whatever environmental influence caused them to be offensive when it comes to sex.
2: <laughs> I agree, but I've seen like, see, I've seen people say things like this and then online, a lot of people then get labeled like, oh, you're like a sex offender, apologist, sex offender, sympathizer. And I don't understand that perspective at all. Like, just like, I don't, am not approving of what they're doing, but if you show any like sympathy to these people, then you get like called Like, I don't think they yeah. want to be sex offenders. Like, yeah,
0: I don't think – if I was if I was given the choice to be born in this world and like, hey, you want to be a sex offender, I think most people would go just given how they're uh, perceived in society and that it's uh, really illegal and, you know, isn't great for the upbringing. <laughs> <laughs> it's not great for the development of other people. People are going to go – given that choice, they'd go, no, nah, I don't really want to be a sex offender. It sounds kind of shitty, man. It's like people don't choose that. So we have to help people become – sex defenders
2: yeah or sex avengers ideally but like that's pretty
0: sex defenders sex defenders versus sex avengers who wins the
2: sex
1: offenders mm, well the avengers always come out on top that's true
0: amen sex offenders always come out on top in an illegal way let's move on to the next guy
3: man tell me about that for men people really don't ask you like how like What's going on in your life, but like, what have you been through, or like, stuff like that.
0: Why do you think people don't ask that?
3: Um, because they think that men are, like, always alright right and, like, never, like, need anything to help, any help with their life. They think that they can do it by themselves and shit like that.
0: Where do you think that idea comes from? Women. Why do women believe that?
3: because most of the women that see men think that they're just there to like fucking rape them or fucking take advantage
0: what why do you think most women think that
3: because from their past
0: so there we go we got a little we got some our man talking about feelings i actually have another guy that's gonna say something similar to this so i don't want to like get into it completely but what are your initial thoughts
2: Um, my initial thoughts, it just makes me think a lot of this stuff with like toxic masculinity or just like thing, the issues that it seems like each sex experiences independently, like there's certain standards that they're held to and things like the classics are like men aren't allowed to show their feelings. Like women have to have like ideal, have unideal or whatever, like they've the ideal body standards, like unreachable, whatever. But I feel like each one of these things are held up by their own. People like women would want men to explore their feelings more, and it seems like most men don't care that much about like most men are attracted to like a lot of women, like it's like they don't care that much about them being the perfect, ideal, whatever. It's like other women are upholding that, other men are upholding, like, don't talk about your feelings, and that's just what I think about. I just find that interesting that it's like both the issues are upheld by their own gender from my perspective.
1: Yeah, I don't really think that these things are that especially for like the men's side I don't know like maybe just because I'm more comfortable exploring my feelings and like most of the people I'm around are as well like I never really like see this issue or like this problem like in the world I live in like most men I talk to are very comfortable talking about their feelings and I don't think that most women are afraid of, of men as like he was saying
0: Yeah, I do think. Yeah, it's almost kind of like. Man, there's so much that goes into this. Actually, I got more to say, but I want to get into the next guy because he says a similar thing. It's kind of like, but this guy I think is a little younger, so he just has a different perspective. Let's see what he has to say. What's something you think most people misunderstand?
3: Coming off guard because now I have to think. Probably men's feelings. What do you mean by that? Oh, bitch. Sorry, my dog stepped on me.
1: Oh.
3: Um, well, men's feelings. that exactly. They get misunderstood a lot. As
0: in, like, they... They don't have them? or Like, they,
3: their actual feelings, like, if they're happy, sad, if they're attracted to you, if they're not.
0: Yeah, why do you think that happens?
3: Because we don't talk about them. Because society has just... Put us in a mindset where we think it's not okay if we talk about them.
0: What do you think about society makes us think that we're not supposed to talk about our feelings?
3: I don't know, I think it's just girls' mindsets of the man should be the provider. He should do this, this, and this for you, and you shouldn't have to do anything. He, like, he shouldn't cry all that stuff.
0: Yeah, where do you think women got that idea?
3: I'm not sure
2: those
0: damn hoes. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> so I think there's a commonality between them. They kind of point to like what you were saying. They point the finger to the other sex. It's like they're making me do this, mm-hmm. but I do think there are in most cases, it's not even in most. I mean, it's just such a, there's so much overlap. It's like men are telling men how to act and women are telling men how to act you know, it's just like through little subtle social cues and everything. I actually heard of a statistic, not a statistic, but like an observation that I found pretty interesting. If you ever see two guys standing at a party uh, versus two girls standing at a party that are like, if they're having a conversation, the the guys are standing at 45 degree angles. They never face head on, right? Whereas women, they will stand and they'll look at each other immediately. This is like kind of off topic, but I just heard that. I was like, man, that's that's pretty true. I feel like
2: I've heard a very similar thing. There's a saying women talk face to face, men talk shoulder to shoulder. I think that's how it goes. Just like men prefer to be doing something together, like working next to each other. And that's when they start talking about things. It's like, it's difficult to fully just, just have that be the whole thing. Just talking about your feelings. Like you need to be doing something, not need to, but like, that's just a saying, I don't know.
0: Yeah. And I just to like, bring it back to like, you know, why do people misunderstand men's feelings and like where do these expectations of men and women come from? Uh, my idea, what kind of makes sense to me at this point in my life is it comes from <laughs> our biology. You know, a lot of people will say it's like a social construct, but I think that even has a cause. You know, it's like, okay, just because it's a social construct doesn't invalidate why they're in place. You know what I mean? There's definitely cons to that, but it stems from a biological construct, you know, being that men and women do have that's our defining characteristics like you know, men are more, they, they they're generally stronger, man. I'm like, you know, walking on thin ice here, but, uh, men are generally stronger. And then in our, in our evolutionary history, they would be the ones that were hunting and they needed the muscles, right. To like wrestle that freaking bear to the ground and, and choke it out and bring it back to the, to the kids and feed them. Uh, and then they had to like plan for, it. they had to plan, they had to have confidence. Those are like more masculine traits, in my mind, and that's not to say women can't have masculine traits or can be masculine women. I just kind of think of masculine and feminine as two different groups of traits. Mm-hmm. But then women are more, their biology lends to uh, taking care of an individual in the moment, like being present to the child's needs, whatever they need, you know like they have the ability to like breastfeed, you know, that that contributes to our psychology. So women are more nurturing than men would be. And I think that's where, these expectations come from? Like, oh, men, they're planning, they're getting the resources, they're getting the food that the women are going to feed to the children. And that's how we survive as a species. And the reason why there's this question now, what what is what is the role of men and women in our modern societies? Because we don't need to go hunt for our food anymore. Now it's like every both both sexes work, they both get the money, which is very different than hunting. So We're kind of seeing those, the decoupling of masculinity and femininity from male and female. And we're like, "Mm, what's going on? So we just got to figure it out together. Let's talk about it.
2: Um, Yeah, I completely agree. And also, things like I think the difference, at least in my mind, one of the big differences in masculinity and femininity is masculinity is just like more like random, less stable. Like, I think that a woman is typically more stable than a man. And that's why it's like a good good pair. Cause then the man is able to, at least in the past was able to take risks and do things that would put his life in danger and stuff. And like have that kind of what you were saying with the confidence and everything. It's like, that's more likely to get you killed, but that's also how you make some cool discoveries and get to some places. And it's like, some people are going to have to die in that process. And it's just men are more inclined to take that route from what I uh, currently understand.
0: When you say stable, do you mean like emotional stability?
2: Yes, that's what I was thinking. Like I think that men are more self-destructive if left alone without a purpose than a woman is.
0: Yeah, there's actually a stat that found that married men outlived unmarried men by it's something like four to five years, whereas unmarried women compared to married women didn't live any shorter lives. Basically, married men benefited. In terms of their their lifespan by being married they're they're much less uh independent i think it comes from yeah not being able to regulate their emotions as well i mean caring for yourself is not that much different than caring for another person so if it's a feminine quality to care for other people they can also care for their own emotional well-being better than a, than most men would be able to or at least most men are inclined to do yeah riley what do you what do you think about Uh, What do you think about these men out here?
1: I mean, I kind of agree with everything that you you guys have been saying. I'm 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 glad. I was also going to ask what you really what Carson meant by stable. Um, But yeah, I mean, I don't really have too much more of an opinion. I I agree with pretty much everything you said. Like
2: I said before, with the stable, like I think I just like said this offhand, but I think it really does come down to. From what I'm seeing at this point, it seems like having a goal for men, like having some kind of a purpose, seems more important than it is for women for that stability. Like, it just seems like a man without some reason to be alive and doing what he's doing, it's like just more of a recipe for some disaster. Do you think, though, that
1: has to do with the fact that you are just friends with more men? Like, you see that more often?
2: I don't think so. I'm looking more. I'm not really basing it on my friends. I also don't think I'm friends with more men. I think in my life, I don't know. It's pretty, it's pretty even, but
0: I think also, I think the stats show that men, they don't deal with things like unemployment as well as women do. They become destructive of others or self-destructive, like deaths of despair, like things like drug addiction, suicide, three quarters of those deaths are men. They're just not. And and I, and here's where I'm, where I want to decouple. I don't think it's men and women. It's masculine figures. People that are predominantly masculine, they're not as well. That could be women. Just in our time and place, in our human story, most men are more masculine. We're starting to decouple Like in a, in a million years. I can imagine a world where most women are masculine or predominantly yeah. masculine and and it's vice versa. It's just you know, the pendulum's swinging, man.
2: Yeah, and I, just like the epitome, or not epitome, but a character that I keep thinking of is Bojack from Bojack. Like, I think he displays what I'm talking about pretty well in the show. I mean, yeah, it's a show, but, like, I think he displays it pretty well where it's just, like, he's very directionless, and it's just, like, very much self-destructive, and, like, he just doesn't know what he's doing. And I think uh, people need a purpose.
0: Yeah, like the masculine figures. Yeah, so, like, they end up just dis- school shootings that's a great example it's like they they start destroying other things they, they don't know what to do they're like fuck it i guess we'll shoot at this school i guess what else, what else are you supposed to do in this world right uh how do you guys think we could solve this issue uh if you see it as an issue
2: self-discovery through things like trying new things, meditation, just like finding what you like also. I think like knowing yourself, like that one guy said, yeah. I think that that's like yeah. a lot of people don't even know what they like to do in their free time or like like have a hobby they're actually passionate about or something like that, which I think that it could be due in part to the fact that there's so much endless entertainment that isn't necessarily fulfilling, that it's like in your free time that you don't have that much of because you're working at a job a bunch of time. It's like – Am I going to put effort into finding an actual hobby, or just watch something? Because it's like this is already here; it's already made. I got it. I got it right there.
1: Yeah, I I agree with that, Carson. And I think another thing, like specifically about like going, kind of going back to how this started, like with like the feelings. um, I think people just need to stop. I guess maybe caring so much about like what these other figures in their life like think about them. Like, if you want to share your feelings, I think you need to be more open about it and kind of start that conversation instead of waiting for someone to ask you how are you doing and
2: i think that's definitely the most difficult part like i definitely get wrapped into that a lot where it's like if there's a character in your head that you are to certain people like if you're not someone who talks about their feelings then you doing that the first time is such a bigger deal than it's going to be every other time because it's like wait this guy's saying this stuff right now like it's going to bring attention Mm -hmm. to it because you don't normally do it and i definitely get wrapped into that i mean i think i'm pretty open with my feelings generally, but. I can see how it's very easy to get wrapped into those things where you don't.
1: I think, yeah, I can see how it's super easy to do that. Like, I'm not saying that I don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think just in general, people, it would benefit. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, yeah. I think there's kind of two paths there too. Either you can take that first step of sharing some sort of vulnerability with another dude. I mean, it always works best like one-on-one, um, which a lot of you guys are going to say that's gay, but hey, man, gay pays. Gay right? throuple too. All right, we got one more, one more character on the show. Speaking of characters, let's hear what they have to say. What's something you think most people misunderstand? Gender.
3: Can you tell me more about that? I mean, I guess people nowadays are just more confused than ever because I don't know. They're just bored, so they're just trying to find a reason to just, I don't know, talk about something when there's a lot of bigger issues in the world. But eh, whatever. Who cares about that? I do. Cause you care about it. Nah, I don't I I don't really care. I just think there's more important things in the matter.
0: What do you wish more people understood
3: about gender? No, that was just um that was just an example. Like for instance when I'm talking about gender, I'm basically saying like there's a whole propaganda or whatever of like gender's like it's a priority, something that we need to discuss about. And some people are very toxic about it. I think this just
0: goes back to, it's very in line with what we were just talking about. Uh, what do you guys think?
2: Um, I could get canceled for this one, but I think it's definitely blown out of proportion in the current media, um, the issues. But I think that it's also like, it, I'm glad we're having this conversation, but I think I agree that there are some important things that we're missing due to this conversation
1: yeah i mean i think it kind of just comes down to everybody thinks different matters are more important than the others it's like there's not really like maybe um i know i said before like there shouldn't be generalizations but maybe there needs to be more of an over, overarching goal of society in order to stop but i feel like right now we have a lot of pockets and like a lot of people are like oh well, like gender is like one of them maybe and then another one is maybe like I don't know, uh, like renewable resources, for 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 example, or like warming. right now, like I guess that's one it. global warming. Uh, right now, we're searching for the locust monster. I don't think we're really. That. <laughs> we are, yeah. Uh, and got we gotta
2: blow that pocket no, up. No. That's the most important pocket. Yeah, yeah.
1: We yeah, should yeah talk about it's that. the lar- largest search in fifty years. Anyway, <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> well,
1: I'm glad they're making. progress. So we got all these pockets, and um, yeah, just like no one's focused on any specific one everyone's kind of just like talking about everything at one time
0: i agree with that and i think it's important to recognize they can all exist at the same time as yeah i i think it'd be great if we could all get on the same wavelength you know like if you hear someone that's just like seems to have their priorities on be like hey brother or sister remember what we're trying to do here we're trying to make a good world and they'd be like oh yeah good looks and they'd be like thanks for checking my whatever. My emotions were getting in. We're clouding my judgment there for a second. I appreciate you. Like That sounds so ideal, but I don't know if it's possible in a country or in a a world of 8 billion people. That seems like a pretty uh, big ass. Because I
2: feel like it's just so difficult to nail down. Like you said, like we're trying to make a good world, but I think that most people would say that what they're doing is trying to make a good world, but it's just like they have different ideas of how to get there. So- Like, like just to, for example, like the abortion one that we talked about earlier, it's like both sides, I think legitimately think like the people who are like anti-abortion, they legitimately think they're safe. I mean, they are kind of saving lives they're creating lives. I don't know, but it's like, (laughs) they think they're making a better world than the people who are on the other side also think they're making a better world. So it's just like, I don't know how you do that.
0: But I do think it is, we kind of talked about this last episode too, but it's important to even just consciously bring up, Hey, Remember that we're on the same page here. Just saying that I think is so valuable in a conversation in any sort of conversation that could get heated, any controversial topic. It's like, bro, we're on the same team. Let's attack this from the same issue. Let's not identify with our belief system. Let's kind of step back, try to detach from it and look at it like it's stand on the same side of the room as them. And then like, imagine the ideas on the other side of the room and you're both looking at it together and you're kind of like, hmm. You know, you're like poking the elephant. Oh, that's like that saying. Have you heard the thing where it's uh, three blind people are touching an elephant and they're trying to figure out what it is and they're asked, hey, what's an elephant? One guy's like touching the trunk. He's like, well, it's like soft and squishy and like long. It's like a tentacle type thing. Another guy is touching the foot and it's like, well, it's sturdy and strong and like kind of firm. And then the other guy's like uh, touching the asshole. And he's like, what the fuck is this? No, I have not heard that. Um, <laughs> you haven't heard that no. one? No, so, so like that, so like all, we should all step back and go, all right, well, what's this
2: elephant really about, man? To bring it back to what that guy was saying earlier about people being bored and just looking for problems and kind of what we just said, like, it really does seem like once you solve all the problems, like when you're on a team with people, like something like, I mean, we've talked about this before. Like, I think the aliens could bring us together. It's just like, there's no external enemy as much. So it's like, we're looking inside of our own Whatever for enemies, it's like them are fighting amongst ourselves. It's like, it's so crazy how easily, like, you can be like, my family, that's one team, like, my family versus other families. And you expand a little bit. It's like, my county, I don't know who's repping their county. Actually, some people are. They got like, like, they're like repping, like, my county is better than the other counties. Go out further. The state, it's like, okay, it's my state versus the other states. You go. Cause I was seeing someone Mm -hmm. talking about the other day about if there was some alien, whatever, like, within a certain range of us, that's like our, uh, galaxy brother or whatever, like it's gonna be at some point. If we get to that point, it's gonna be like, yeah, oh, you're from the same cool. galaxy as me. You're cool because you're from the same galaxy. Those people in that other galaxy, like they suck. Obviously, they're in the other galaxy. Like uh, it's just like so crazy how the teams can change. Also, as soon as another bigger, like if someone's from another galaxy, then all of a sudden you're going to be banding together with the people in your galaxy. That's the team now. Now that there's an external force.
0: Yeah, I think we have to try to dissolve that us versus them. Mentality that is just it's just in our biology, man. We we pick that up and it's hard to put down, I think. But we're able to use our I think a lot of times it taps into emotion, you know. And but I think fortunately we have the ability to reason and you can reason over your emotions. You can go, okay, I this person is kind of setting me off right now. They're kind of pissing me off right now. And why is it? And it's like, oh, maybe I've categorized them as a them. Uh-huh. And you can recognize that. And if you have awareness, you can go, okay. I don't have to listen to my emotions right now. Let me just hear this person out, recognize they're just another person. They're just some other ideas. Let's, let's put their idea on the other side of the room and let's look at it yeah, together and figure And a lot of times
2: out, it's so much easier to give leeway to those people that you feel like are in us. Like your best friend, you're going to be much more willing to give them slack and like the time of day on something that you don't even necessarily agree with than some random person. Some random person's like, oh, he says something like, why would I ever listen to this guy?
0: Yeah. That makes me think like when people are, they'll be like, oh, that's my ride or die. Like who'll stick up for me even when he knows I'm wrong. Like I don't, I, that doesn't seem like a healthy relationship to me. I think the other person should go, Hey man, I think maybe you should consider this perspective. You're, I don't think you're right in this situation. I think that person might actually be right. I think that is a healthier relationship and you're also trusting them. Like I know that this person is emotionally mature. They can handle some, some constructive criticism."
2: Yeah, I. Go back and forth on that because I think there's also a lot of comfort and like strength that comes from having someone that you know at least in the moment like I think I don't know I go back and forth on that like I think there is a strength to a relationship where you know like I'm thinking specifically a partner like a wife or a husband like I think them you kind of want them to be on your side up until I think when it's just you two and like you're reviewing the situation then you can break down some like okay well maybe we should have done this but in like the heat of the moment, especially, I think it's important to have someone that you know is going to be on your side, even if you're in the wrong.
0: Cool. All right. I want to wrap it up. Riley, what do you say? Outro song? <laughs> yeah, you want to say? Of course. But before you do that, I just want to say head on over to the Discord. We got new episodes that dropping every Wednesday. Yeah. Hit us up on Discord. You'll, uh, we'll interview you. Submit a question. What are you interested in? Talk to us about gender. Talk to us about abortion. Let's hear it. Let's get on the same team. Let's dissolve us versus them. There's no teams. Just kidding. It's free for all Riley place out the interview review.